welcome to our latest episode of Dystopian Hot Dog. Hello there, how are you doing? Yes. They, well, they don't usually answer, do they? <laughs> Leave a gap though, just in case. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good. I I saw, I, I'm Marvin Dickinson again. Yeah, well, as you always have as been. As always have been, yeah. Uh, I'm Sam Ryan still. And we're back, aren't we? I'd like to uh, start this episode on a rather solemn note. Yeah. And I'd like to apologise for the victims of recent jellyfish stings who may or may not have encouraged a member of their close family to urinate on them to alleviate the pain from the sting of the jellyfish. If anyone listened to a recent podcast, I, as it turns out, wrongly suggested that that was the way forward should you be the victim of a sting. Yeah. Turns out, after closer examination, that would only inflame the infected area and cause the venom to, to expand and actually worsen the problem. So please don't 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 piss on them. No, and um, Tom's been very upset about this um, because usually we do underpin anything we say with we're not experts, mm. and we forgot to say, didn't we, that we're not experts? Yeah. And for this thing around pissing on jellyfish things, and our our many listeners, it's holiday season. We were aware that they would have been going on holiday. Jellyfish things very prevalent when you're out there in the sea. Yeah. And the worst thing you can do, it turns out, is to piss on them. Not yeah. the best thing. No, no. Uh, turns out that I'd subliminally taken the advice of Joey, a fictional character on the 90s sitcom Friends. Oh, dear me. And crystallised that as actual medical yeah. information. But also, and again, what, what really emphasises the mistake that you made is that that, that character was... A fucking idiot. Yes, that's right. Yeah, but that, that well, yes. Yeah, There's it wasn't nothing. like it wasn't like you were you you watched something that David Attenborough had said in the nineties. No, no, it was Matt LeBlanc. No, because because Matt LeBlanc's character Joey mm. is not David Attenborough <laughs> in any sense. <laughs> in any sense, no. I'm pretty sure that I'm on safe ground there. Mm. I'm not an expert in anything else, <laughs> but well, maybe that's how we redeem ourselves. We point out that idiots are not Attenborough. <laughs> That, that's going to regain our trust. It's putting a lot of pressure on David Attenborough, though, to, to keep up his game. Absolutely. But he's been consistently doing it now for five, six decades. Yeah, he has. I've got every, I've got every faith in him that, you know, before he does um, shuffle off this mortal coil, he's not going to turn into a prick, Attenborough. <laughs> so, you know, it's holiday season. If you're going away, don't go pissing on your relatives if they get stung by a jellyfish or any other type of sting. No, um, but but you can hang on. You can piss on your relatives if you want, but just uh, but not if they're stung by a jellyfish. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, what what exact family settings does it come up though when you when you're sort of pissing on? Your... Well, you know, I'm thinking if you're there for two weeks or even a ten day holiday, there's going to be a couple of down days in the middle. You're spent up. I've not even thought about that. There are always there's always a lull. A lull day. There's isn't always there? a lull day, yeah. and you know sometimes that needs livening up. You need an activity that's that's cost effective. Pissing on someone doesn't cost anything. No, not at all. Not at all. <clears throat> and it's, especially doesn't cost anything if you've not even bought any mineral water. You really, um, if you wanted to spice it up with a really thick, strong, acrid urination. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, you can do that. You can, you can do that. Asparagus readily available on the, in the Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah. When it comes out as thick as gravy, really, and you piping can. hot. <laughs> Scold them. In fact, that is the best way to treat sunburn. Yeah, yes. Red hot piss. Forget solar cane and your after sun. Yeah. In fact, if you read the small print on after sun, it does say in the ingredients, nor the man scalding up piss. <laughs> It's right in there. That's it. That's it. Get it on your shoulders. And that has only become a thing that Amber Soler do since the Brexit vote. <laughs> so we've all got to economise. We have, yeah. So um, bear that in mind. Yeah. Hey, hey, talking of stings. Yeah. So, um, Darcy, little girl, she's become... Your little girl. My little girl, yeah, not the... Did I say the little girl? You just said little girl. Little girl. So, Darcy, little girl, (laughs) she's in the meadow. Um, And um, No, Darcy, my daughter, she's become very fearful of bees. Okay. Very fearful, or even big flies. Any creepy crawly. Yeah. She's just basically taken it to a new level where she, she shits herself. Yeah. Daddy, there's a bee! And she'll come running in from the garden. I'm like, well, that's where they fucking live. That's it. That's their habitat. Mm -hmm. If anything, the bee will be looking at Darcy going, the fuck are you doing here in my house? Yeah, get back in your domain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I notice you've put a little fucking Wendy house out here as well, as Uh if you're the one that lives out here, when you always shit it when it gets late at night, and you go in when it gets a bit cold and wet. That's right. So don't come in the garden complaining about me being here, when this is my fucking patch. Yeah, you're the migrant, I'm the Aboriginal. Exactly, exactly. Mm. But Darcy, like many kids in, in the modern era, don't see it through other people's eyes. Now, mm. I try. I tried to say to her about the bee isn't going to sting you, love. And she went, yeah, but they have stings, and they do. She's right. She's not stupid. Mm. But when a bee does sting you, you know what happens to a bee after it stings you, don't you? Game over. It's game over. And I said, so it's a last resort. It's a bee. last resort. I it's said, the suicide bomber of of the insect world. Well. It's, it's often been said that ISIS were inspired by the bee. Yeah. And that's why there's some people in the Western world yeah. who aren't getting on board with the save the bee sort of... Bob. Save saving, the bee. Saving the bees. Save the bee. The bees are our friends. The bees are our friends. Yeah, that's... Please a, save the bee. Still singing. The bee is our friend. Still singing. And um, I felt the need to tell Darcy about why bee wouldn't sting her because it's a last resort and when a bee does sting you the back end of it falls away yeah it leaves its arse in you it's whole it's whole digestive tract comes away okay now my my thing is is does it does a bee know that this shit is gonna happen right or or has it got oh, that fucker's annoying me oh i'm in, i'm in danger <laughs> fuck off ah oh my god i'm a half bee i've, I've lost my whole digestive tract is that what their thinking process is? Or do they know? Mm. Do they know it's fucking kamikaze time here? If you get too close, I'll sting you. I'm going to annoy the fuck out of you, but I, I, I'm, it's worth dying for this. Well, it's it's a very interesting point. And it, it's come up in a pod before. When, when there was a um, slightly warm week in February, mm. Nicola was questioning the naivety of the bee for coming yeah. out early. Yeah. I mean, this is a never-ending quandary, really, isn't mm. it, about the ability... Well, we're never going to know, and I don't even think Attenborough will know conclusively 
whether a B is fully aware of the act it's going to commit. So the, the jury is out as, as to whether Bs are absolute fucking head cases mm. who don't know what their next movie is going to be or whether they're a calculated being. Well, I think it is a calculated decision because otherwise they'd be stinging people left, right and centre, wouldn't they? No, but that, I suppose that's under the assumption that the B is a bastard. I don't think the general public has ever had the idea that the bee is one of the ultimate bastards. But is that only because the wasp exists who is universally recognised as a bastard? And a prick. My point is, does that then elevate the bee's status into some kind of saint? But really... The bee is using the the wasp's bad press as yeah. some kind in, in a, some kind of espionage yeah. to yeah. elevate its own image rights. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. So are we saying the bee actually is a secret bastard? Potentially so, and because it hides behind very much like Jimmy Savile did, hiding behind like acts of charity. Because yeah. a lot of people go on about the bee. Oh, we need the bee because of the nectar, yeah, the because honey. of the honey, yeah. the, the the pollination sort of thing. The uh-huh. bee is vital. Yeah. Whereas under all that, that's just a fucking a cover. cover story. It's, a, it's cover. a cover story. Yeah. Well, let's expose the bee. And let's get on board with the wasp. At least the wasp is fucking upfront about it. Well, the, the, the wasp is, is a bee without its mask on. The wasp is going around saying, you exactly. know I'm a bastard. Exactly. I'll sting you because I'm a bastard. Yeah. At least it's a presentable bastard. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. so angry about these. But to be fair to the bee, I mean, when they do commit to a sting, they know they're going to die, or we don't, they don't know. We, we, that the this is the quandary, yeah. And I tried to explain this to Darcy, that when a bee stings you, it loses its, um, essentially the back end of its body, which mm. inc- includes the digestive tract, a large amount of its nerve supply, mm. and it will endure a death. Mm. A painful death, I imagine. A, a painful death. Not a good way to go. So I, I googled how long does it take the bee to die. Right. I read several different accounts, anything from five or six minutes up to three hours. So there's this woman oh. on, a, on a website called Quora. Hmm. Amy, Car- Amy Corson, her name is. This is January the 19th, 2019. I was stung by a bee at 6 p.m. Very precise. Hmm. I, saw it de- I saw it deposit the stinger in my leggings. In the leggings? Aye, aye. So, so this bee was a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, because there must have been parts of the body exposed. Yeah. But it's gone for leggings. What a prick. So not as clever as they think they are either. No. It deposited the stinger in my leggings and pick, I picked it up and put it in a small box. I think she means she put the bee. I put the bee in a small box to see if it might recover. Hashtag save the bees. What she's written. Right. Now, look what she's put here. I put some flowers and plant matter in the box and it continued to walk around. Now... You know, if we had the same sort of thing and if we snapped on someone and fucking punched them, but the minute that we commit to violence, mm. we lose our digestive tract and we're going to essentially die within a few hours. Yeah. It's like me or Tam's it someone. Mm. I'm going to put him in a box mm. and see how he gets on. Hashtag save the Yorkshireman. <laughs> what are you putting in the box? Well, she's put in things that the bee eats. Yeah. The bee's just lost its digestive tract. I'm going to surround you with lovely... KFC. KFC. Wanker. There's, there's steak in there. Oh, wanker. There's, there's, there's just chippies. Four or five different chippies. Bit of gravy there. in a pot. There's gravy in a pot. You bastard. It's fresh cream cakes. Oh. I'm putting it all in there. Even dead simple stuff like really nice buttery toast. <laughs> just to see how you get on. 
She's put. It continued to walk around, although moving pretty laboured. No shit! It's pretty laboured. <laughs> and again, no shit. Yeah, no, no shit. No ability to shit. It's all gone. Yeah. For another three hours? This is like, this is grand scale ISIS level torture. Yeah, yeah. Brackets with some stuff coming out of the back like a long string. Close brackets. Who is this prick here? Well, I mean, again, she's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. Because she is torturing this bee in its final this is hours. It. This is it. I think she got, starts to have this realisation. It stopped moving and appeared dead at 9pm. Should I have put it out of its misery? What do you think? <laughs> She's asked that question. Should I have put it out of its misery? I've watched it for three hours, stumbling around, turning, <laughs> turning its nose up at food. Didn't fancy a scram. <laughs> It's as if the lack of a digestive tract put it off some niche. Jeez, Amy, Cu- Amy Cu- Corson. Amy Corson. Amy Corson. <clears throat> you are a psychopath. And then the last question is, is it imminent death if a honeybee loses its stinger? Now, she's asking that question in January 2019. You can answer that question within seconds by Googling it. Yeah. She's decided three hours to see how it gets on. Yeah. At the- but this is how serial killers start, in my opinion. Yeah. She, she looks like she's, again, we don't like to grade women in terms of the looks, but she looks like a, a if you had to grade her, a pretty woman, mm. quite young, mm-hmm. not necessarily a killer, mm. but this is how this stuff starts. Yeah. So Amy Corson is the name. Remember the name. If, if you meet her, just run. Just get out of there. Yeah. Get out. Call the authorities. Yeah. Because she will take half your anatomy away and watch you. Until you disintegrate. Yeah. Amy Corson. Corson. We've got a bit sting heavy, but yeah. we've committed to this. So the top 10, top 10 most painful insect stings. Which you mustn't piss on. No, don't piss on these. So coming in at 10 is the sweat bee. Yeah. At nine, the fire ant. Yeah. You won't fuck with one of those, would no, you? No, no, the, What's number eight? The bullhorn, a catchier ant. Doesn't sound as menacing. The bald-faced hornet at seven. Well, he's just pissed off because he's bald-faced. Yeah, yeah. Angry bastard. Number six, yellow jacket. Maybe a little bit like the yellow vests in France. Yeah. Maybe he's a fierce left-winger or right-winger. We don't know who these fuckers are these days. (laughs) We don't know the political persuasion of the wasp. Yeah. Are insects political enough these days? Not for me. Look who's coming at number five. Now then, Corson. Your honeybee comes in at number five. On the top tens. Yeah. Number four, red harvester ant, move on, couldn't give a fuck. Number three, a paper wasp. Named a paper wasp because their beautiful nests look like they're made from paper. Ah, so they're luring you in with a bit of origami. I I imagine like an Ikea origami blend. (laughs) Whatever that means. Look at this hard fucker at number two. Now this guy, to me, we're going a bit Chuck Norris here. A tarantula hawk. So he's that hard as an insect. He's even taking the name of a hard spider and a hard fucking bird. I don't know why he didn't go the whole hog and shove lion on the end. (laughs) Look at this tarantula hawk lion. Fucking Andre the Giant. Yeah, really? What is it? Is it a beetle? Well, I don't know. But it says the sting of a tarantula hawk is the second most painful. Um, Look at that. The pain of a tarantula hawk is unbearable and will last for three to four minutes. Yeah. But this is great advice. The best thing you can do is stay away from the nests of tarantula hawks. (laughs) 
to any tarantula hawk nest hunters, you're on a hide into nothing. I love that they fail to add that though. <laughs> yeah. As if when you're eating it, going, oh fucking hell, how do I avoid these bastards? But also, um, it is the official state insect of New Mexico. Again, you know, like we're on about grading hurricanes, tornadoes, and who gives them the name and. Mm. Who decides when a when a, when a windy day becomes a tornado? Yes. What's the cutoff point? Yeah. Who decides on the on the official state insect? Well, in fairness, the Council of New Mexico they must have thought what's the most dangerous inhabitant of our state? Yeah. They must have had that discussion and gone for it and gone yeah. for let's if Michigan want to fuck with New Mexico. Yeah. Just have a look what we're called. What are you, Michigan? The fucking butterflies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to dust up with the tarantula hawks? Yeah. Look at our state fella here. Yeah. The last one, bullet ant. Bullet ant. Number one, bullet ant. The bullet ant sting is the worst pain known (laughs) to humans. Massive statement. Massive fucking statement, that, isn't it? (laughs) It's unqualified as well. Yeah, yeah. As the this, back to the actual quotes, as the name indicates, the sting from bullet ants are as painful as a gunshot. So to say that the bullet ant sting is the worst pain, it's yeah. not the worst pain. It's the, it's the same as gunshot. But also, who's the poor fucker who has to test this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, first of all, right, give us your left arm. <laughs> We're gonna put the bullet ant on. Hang on, can I not do the Pepsi thing? <laughs> I signed up to the Pepsi challenge. No, mate, you're in the wrong room. This is product testing extreme. You're getting well paid for this, Keith. Yeah, okay. All still. Thank you. And I know you're paying... Ow, that hurts. But I know you're paying me, but the children are doing a cold cold pops thing outside. Ow. (laughs) That's that's almost as painful as a bullet. Well, let's find out, Keith. How unlucky would you be to be the guy or the woman... Who was fucking stung by a bullet ant. <laughs> and as you've been shot, you've gone, Ah! <laughs> That's exactly like that fucking ant that I stood up. Ah! <laughs> as if that's the first thing you'd think. But uh, do you know what you've also got to do? If you are product testing, yeah. you've got to do them simultaneously because you can have an after pain as well. Yeah. So you've got, I'm suggesting you've got a few preloaded ants in some kind of yeah. propellant gun. Yeah. In in the left hand, in the right hand, you've got a shotgun. Yeah. And you've got to go at the same time, two fingers on the trigger, ants go left, bullet goes right. Yeah. And then he's got to make a considered judgment yeah. about which side of his anatomy is more painful at that precise moment. And also, in any scientific task, like you're hinting at there, there has to be repeatability, repeat testing. Yes. So you could just have a response to the first bullet but is it the same response as second and third bullet yeah. so on the left side so you're suggesting shoot someone three times on the left uh, yeah, yeah. and be stung three times on the right well to I'm, get the proper results it, listen it sounds draconian <laughs> yeah but it's science you know you, we're looking for we're looking for absolute proof maybe it's different in, in other fattier areas of the body so we'll start with the torso move on to the thighs perhaps an arse cheek yeah exactly <laughs> And for these fuckers coming up with this stuff at themysteriousworld.com, will they have really done these tests? I mean, this is a bit like when I watched Family Fortunes and questioned whether they did ask a hundred people. Yeah. It's worth a strongly worded email to TMW just to see if actually they can fucking back it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, we will do that. I I might even go via my MP for that. Also, 
Have they included nipple twists in this? <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. Or a, a, an old-fashioned kick in the testicles. A kick in the testicles, dead arm. So kick in the testicles, dead arm, nipple mm. twist, wedgie off of a kid four years older than you. Yeah. Right up there. Yeah, it and is up there, yeah. Have they done all these things? Because if you were to say to someone, right, here's five things you could have, mm. nipple twist, snake bite maybe even as well. Yeah. You know, right around the wrist. Yeah. What did we say? Dead leg. Yeah, or you could... Um, have, an, have an ant bite. You yeah. might say, oh, I'll have a little ant bite. You've not been told it's a bullet ant. Where are they, where are they available, these bullet ants? Uh, obviously, Nicaragua and Pag- Paraguay. Pagura. <laughs> <laughs> Pagua. Pagura. So, um, Nicaragua and Paraguay, yeah. Well, it's Nicaragua and Paraguay. Uh, I said it again. <laughs> Paraguay. The hard to say together, though. Nicaragua and Paraguay. It's a bit like yeah, red lorry, Nicar- yellow lorry. Yeah, very much so. Nicaragua and Paraguay. Yeah, you can't do it. I can't do it. It's a stock train. Okay. The deadly bullet ants are also top among the largest ants in the world. So they're big lads as well. Yeah. So they're first to the table, aren't they? Fucking hell. They can reach up to a maximum length of 1.2 inches. That's that's bigger than some micro penises. Yeah. <laughs> What are you looking at me for? I don't know, mate. But your micro penis, well, is exactly that. It's a micro penis. <laughs> Breaking and, news. And what what this might be a, a pointer towards is for the man who can't quite satisfy the partner, it, get, get an ant on board. Are you what are you suggesting? A, use a bullet ant to pleasure a, a woman. As a sex, sorry, or no, or a man as well. Or a, <laughs> all right. <laughs> In which case, that's fine. I'm not a sexual expert, but I'm just thinking if it could be thrown in as a to spice it up. Imagine that as a way of torture to open up the rectum, right? Open up the rectum, plastic tube, insert, <laughs> and then set an army of bullet ants down that tube. You might have to entice them down there. What do they uh, eat? I, I don't know about what they they, they eat, but I think you'd die. You would die, wouldn't you? But what, what a way to die, though, if you're being stung from the in the inside of the rectum by a bullet ant. It's a story for your mates, isn't it? Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> it, so, the, so here's another thing with these guys. Go on. Uh, unlike honeybees, mm. the deadly bullet ants will sting again and again. These fuckers don't stop. Like, like the hobnob biscuit. Yeah, just keep coming. Again! Keep coming. Again! What I like, though, is that they live largely on forest floors. So find them in the, in the middle of nowhere, basically, in the woods and the forest. Yeah. But it does say the victim who experiences repeated bullet ants things must immediately seek medical attention. When you're in the middle of that forest, just go to your nearest drop-in centre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know the NHS is struggling over here, but in Paraguay, yeah. every five yards, within a rainforest. Yeah, well... When your country possesses these evil motherfuckers, <laughs> yeah. you make sure that you put all your energies into the dropping sensors. <laughs> well, there you go. Stories of the bullet and, and also the top ten. Um, and do you know what we didn't do? We didn't do the old Fluff Freeman, here's the top ten deadliest animals, because that kind of hackneyed, cliched way uh, uh, has been used to death, hasn't it? Probably. Yeah, yeah. But- so we didn't do that. We chose not to do that. Not because we haven't got any production values... Not at all. No, not that because we couldn't be asked in post-production because it's been done. Yeah. And we are trailblazers. Yeah, and if you do think that as a listener, then, then fuck off. Fuck, fuck the fuck off because I don't want anything to do with you. Now then, you know all, all this uh, Tory leadership thing is rolling and rolling at the moment? Yeah, endless. 
Right, I was thinking there's loads of candidates, let's say, for the Tory leadership. They're down to 10. They're, well, it's a top 10 for them as well top now. Top 10. There yeah. you go, Fluff. We could do another one. Yeah, yeah. But 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 Tories are not like insects. We would not want to say that Tories are all like insects. No, no. That sting you again and, and again, again and, and again, again and again. But there's no dropping centres no. because the, there's Tories in charge. That's but we don't want to make it political. Right. Carry no. on. Far be it from us. Well... Talking about South America, have you heard of the Tinku Festival in Bolivia? Absolutely not, but I wish I had. Well, this would be a good way to settle the Tory leadership debate, I think. Well, why has this not been mentioned? Go on, tell us. Well, not yet, until I get on the computer, because I will be emailing the uh, General Secretary... On the computer. On the computer... (laughs) So I get on the computer. <laughs> no, well, listen, when I talk about the Tories, I turn into a sort of reincarnation of Jacob Rees-Mogg, or like some old Victorian. Yeah. Mate, that was really funny the way you just said on the computer. <laughs> Thank you. Go, go on, when you get on the computer later. When on, I get on to the computer. Tell us about this Tinku, do you say? Yeah, well, it, it cropped up in something I was reading. First two weeks in May, the people of Bolivia come together and have. Uh, the Tinku Festival, which is a Bolivian tradition. It's a form of ritualistic combat. I'm already excited. I would suggest listeners out there to YouTube the Tinku, as, spelled as you'd imagine, Festival of Bolivia. It, its origins, which is quite important, are to do with fighting. Because a long time ago, the Spanish conquistadors made the indigenous people of Bolivia their slaves. Fuckers. Wankers. Fucking Spaniards. And and this is why now we're getting them back in Spain, because most Spaniards are waiters. <laughs> yeah. Science. Miguel, grande cerveza, por favor. Snap, snap. No, I'm glad we've settled that. Carry yeah. on. So they used to make them slaves, and they set fights between the men for their amusement. Almost like it was gladiatorial. Fucking Spaniards. If they're not... If they're not killing the bulls they're killing the Bolivians carry on I'm fucking angry fucking <laughs> Spaniards now the Bolivians taken this forward into the present day they're now. still at it they're still at it but, this, but they're celebrating Crazy this Bolivians. form of their history right. almost I imagine with a wry smile they're going oh well yeah. hey Spaniard <laughs> you wanna see me fight I show you fight you bastard yeah we hated it long time ago we love it now no, no, we love the fight yeah, yeah. you're laughing now you prick <laughs> so they're at it yeah they're at it so, so this is how they do it they put all the traditional garb on of the conquistadors which apparently is bright coloured bright pinks hats sandals <laughs> bright pink hats coloured sandals hang on is this not a gay pride march <laughs> I might be getting two two editorials that I read confused. Right, okay. I don't think I am. So, but they get colours on. They, they get, get the, the colours on. on, right? And then they dance. They dance and they chant, right? For a, for about. Is Barry Manilow there? <laughs> <laughs> Her name was Lola. She was a tinku. <laughs> they're having a dance. Yeah. They're um, they're ritual chanting. Of course they are. What happens next? I've got no idea. Village, on village, someone blows a whistle or sounds a horn and they have a big fight. 
And it's no holds barred. It's not like a role play fight. Is it proper scrapping? It's proper scrapping. There's people swinging punches like Anthony Joshua or the the the, the fat Mexican the, the who just beat him. him over. Yeah, more like him. He looks not like cut. he would have been practicing at this Tinker Mate, Festival. This is probably the foundations of his heavyweight championship success. What's his name, the new Ruiz. Man? Ruiz. 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 Yeah, He's yeah. Mexican though, not Bolivian. But he might have spent some time in Bolivia. We don't know. So they're having a fight and the police are sponsoring this. Right, the police are involved and they're fucking letting them go at it. You can stone people, but not in your fist. You've got to go back a distance. You've got to use your stone as a missile. Right. And in, there's been deaths in the Tinku Festival. Jesus Christ. But what happens then, which really amused me, is after the dancing, the singing, the fighting, and potential death, someone blows the horn again. Yeah. And they all go back to being villagers. And if blood is spilt, they assume that they will be rewarded by their gods with a good harvest. <laughs> and I thought there's so many overlaps because, first of all, that it could be argued that when the Spanish conquistadors used the poorer population to fight amongst themselves for their personal amusement, it's got an element of Tory about it. I'm hearing you, comrade. So, wouldn't it be very poetic, very fitting, yeah. to make the 10 Tory candidates, including Gove, Raab... Well, such as Jarvid. Jarvid, yeah. Uh, Boris Johnson. Of course, Boris. Esther I mean, McVeigh. Oh, well. Scouser. Yeah. She'd, well, be, she'd have a nip to her, wouldn't she? I think... She'd bring an she, element of the bullet ant. She'd, she'd be already, I'm thinking she might be the favourite in combat. Yeah. Yeah, so you're suggesting that the, the Tories bring this into their... Yeah, they have a little sing-song at the start, and right, and whoever emerges victorious, likely to be Esther McVeigh. Probably. They are crowned Tory leader. Well, if this isn't taken on board and pushed through, then it's a fucking travesty to be Well, honest. as I said, I, I will be on the computer. But in terms of the Tories, this drug stuff has been incredible, hasn't it? It's like, well, it, it, has it been incredible? And hey, we, t- we talked about POB. On the last podcast. Yes. Michael Gove has... An a, element. A likeness to Pop. Yeah. Someone did a very funny tweet where you know how Pop will come up to the camera and blurt and create a mistiness on the screen. Yeah. Someone reversed that mm. and saw the mist disappeared onto Pop and, then... and it looked like it was snorting coal. <laughs> that is nice. Very it? funny. Yeah, very I've funny. seen lots of nice tweets about, <clears throat> about Michael Gove's recent admission that he took cocaine as a younger man. As a journalist, apparently, in his late journalist. 20s, 30s. I've, I, but to be quite honest, right, this sort of stuff making headline news... It's fucking bullshit, isn't it? Isn't it bullshit? Why do we pretend constantly to live in such a sanitised society? It's shame. Why should that affect his decision, the fact that he snorted a bit of snufter when he was how old, 22? No, I think he's a bit older, 29, 30. Is he... But still, that's it. I remember what I was up to at 29, 30. Well... Yeah, and, and like we, we, our last episode was Confessions. Yeah. I think the Tories have heard our podcast uh, and thought that's the way forward. Yeah, maybe. And I think actually that he should be applauded for coming out and saying that. Although yeah. I think he's, he's only admitting it now because his book has been serialised in the Daily Mail. So he's been rather cornered and come out and said, oh yeah, yeah I used to have the off sniff. Yeah. Do you know what? Who fucking cares? No one's asked, are they? Who, well, people are asked, but they're, they're pretending to be asked. Yeah, but, but this is also what comes when fa- they're pandering to Farage in a way. This is another way of them saying, oh, we are everyday people. We take drugs too. Yeah. It's a way of trying to somehow 
conquer the fucking Farage effect. Oh, do, but you, think, this, do you think it's I, all, all very I think orchestrated? So. I think so to a degree, but this made me laugh. Jeremy Hunt's one here. Yeah. The Foreign Secretary told the Times, I think I had a cannabis lassie when I went back backpacking through India. <laughs> yeah. A cannabis lassie. Has he said that in Scottish? A cannabis lassie. I think I went out with a cannabis lassie. Hey, was he with that fuck? Was he with Dungeon Master I met that time on the train? <laughs> Why have you come this way? Well, I am backpacking through India. I was I was looking for a young lady who might have a little bit of uh, hash hash on them. Oh, hear the hash face. Come over here, you wee cannabis hey, lassie. Hey, love, bring out cannabis lassie. No, no, no. Leave that ketamine doll there. He wants cannabis lassie. <laughs> But what a what a twat though. Yeah. What a twat. Yeah, what a twat. You know, most people's first experience of cannabis is just pissed up somewhere in a fucking flat or something like that. Yeah. It is isn't even a, a joint. It's a, it's a cannabis yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a dickhead. Yeah. What a dick. But this was the other one as well, Rory Stewart, who uh it was Tory's got I don't mind him to be fair. Mm. He he was invited into a house while he was uh he was in Afghanistan. And, uh, and, and an opium pipe went round the, the wedding. That, that's a fresh one, isn't it? A wedding. You got them at your wedding, an opium pipe. We just went with crudities. <laughs> yeah. You had you Bellinis. Yeah. And fizz. <laughs> yeah. You go to Afghanistan for a wedding, mate. You're on the fucking opium. Wow. If I'd have known that. They'd would... do it right. Well, I don't know why more people aren't getting married in Afghanistan on the basis of that. And again, going back to how devious the Tories are, I think he's in cahoots with the Afghanistan tourist board. <laughs> I think he's trying to push the Afghan wedding market. It's untapped. <laughs> you know, like Prague was in the late 90s. Yeah, yeah. Like Afghanistan. In 10 years' time, it'll be like... Oh. Everyone's going off. Yeah, instead of Cyprus, it's the new Paphos. Yeah. Afghan Kabul. On, on the estate, you know, where you're get, you getting married. Oh, we thought we'd go out for the Hindu in Kabul and then just carry on to, you yeah. know, Helmand for the wedding. <laughs> it's only up the road. Yeah, it's only up the road. Yeah. yeah. And so, d- don't bother trying to smuggle your own opium pipes through customs will be provided yeah. as part of the service by the Afghani wedding planner. Yeah. They'll pass the Dominic Raabs round. But what also, the last thing I'll say on this is like, what the fuck has happened to the Tory party? Mm. Like, where at least 50% of the people applied to become the next Prime Minister are putting their hand up to confess to fucking yes. getting on the weed. <laughs> I, was, it, was it like this back in Churchill's day? <laughs> ah, we will skin up on the beaches. <laughs> Was it? You know what I mean? Can you imagine Thatcher giving it all that? You know, go cl- close the mines down and we're all going to get off our faces in Doncaster. This lady's not for sniffing. <laughs> but what has happened to the kid Tory party? Imagine if Spitting Image was going now. Jesus yeah. Oh, well, it's a great <clears throat> idea to bring it back, surely, on the basis. Yeah. It? Anyway, uh, vote Tory. Free drugs in schools. <laughs> Uh, well, I think that's about it, Mark. Yeah, I think we're done now. Yes. Um, we've um, we've talked about a range of topical and nonsensical shite. Massive shock. We probably upset you at times. Yeah, well, you've told people to fuck off quite a lot. Yeah, during this... Well, during this broadcast, we don't know if it will have said it in this episode. Oh, that's but the point. But the chances are, <laughs> if I haven't told you to fuck off, then just fuck off. See you next time. Bye-bye. On your way!